Alright guys, pictures up. Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? We were just having a riveting conversation about Boba Tea. Deep. If you like Boba Tea... Write us in, podcast at pensima.com, and tell Penn why he should change his mind Yeah, on Boba Tea. But I think we also brushed up against the social situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. was a social dynamic to yeah. it as well. Because let me clarify my position. Yeah. I don't dislike the Boba Tea. Yeah. And I was telling David, if 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 he had walked in with a jar or a can, what? how do they come? In or, a cup. In a cup. Walked in with a cup of boba tea. I would have drank it and, and enjoyed it and said thank you. But he asked me before the show, do you want a cup of, or he said, do you like boba tea or something like that? And I wrote back no. Because I didn't want David to spend, what, two bucks, four bucks, something like that? Eight, eight bucks <laughs> on a drink, eight bucks, even more, mm. on a drink that I would have just drank to be polite. Right. Right? And I feel like David and I are good enough friends that I can just say no thanks. Right. Right. Whereas if we weren't good enough friends, you know, maybe he would have just shown up with it and then I would have drank it and been polite, but he would have wasted his eight bucks. So was I in the right or the wrong? Oh, you were totally in the right. Yeah. I'm not denying that. Right, right, right. I feel like. You're trying to say I should change my, I should revisit my position on Bobo Here's why I think you need to revisit your, your, your position position is because it sounds like you have had what I like, right? which is the matcha mm-hmm. tea. But there is a whole world, like you need to go to Kung Fu Tea on Fruitfield Pike. <laughs> because, right. and you don't have to get the boba in it. Wait, but wait a minute, wait a there's minute. There's a billion different flavors. There's got to be one that you like. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, I just stick with what I know and what I love because right. I'm the best. Right. But there's a whole other menu yeah. of other things that I'm always like, that does sound good. Or I could just get what I always get. Right. Know that I'm gonna right. Be happy. I do the same thing when I go to a, I have these restaurants around Lidditz that I like, yeah. and I go and they hand you the menu, and I look at the menu. Yeah. Like I'm gonna not get the exact same thing that I always get. Right. And then when the waitress shows up, I close the menu and order the same thing. Like usually when somebody says, "Do you want to get lunch at so and so?" As soon as I say yes, I know what I'm gonna eat. Mm. Like why am I looking at the menu? But right. I want to go back to Boba Tea for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I think I just realized what was going on here. I think I just realized Me. what David Moulton was up to. Me? <laughs> oh, Penn, I was going to bring you a drink. Wait, when I, did you stop and get a boba tea on your way here? I still did. You still did? Yeah. Okay, okay. But it would have been a lot less uh, 
You were looking for a reason. Right. You were looking for a reason to make it okay. Right. To get Boba tea right. three days in a row. <laughs> right. Well, in that case, I apologize because normally I'm great at like being the reason people make bad choices. I'm, I'm usually good. Like, I always say, if you need someone to say your bad idea is a great idea, I'm your guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, hey, Penn, should we drive overnight to Florida for this race and then when it's over, drive back? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, we should. Let's go. What time are we leaving? <laughs> as long as I'm not driving. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll share the driving. You know, I just, I'm, I'm always like, uh, you know, I, I feel like I'm always, you know, yeah, supportive of people when they're seeking adventure. So if you're seeking a Bobo tea on a Sunday afternoon, yeah. God bless. I support it. It was delicious. It was delicious. I, he said. My, I got here early and I sat in my car. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I noticed that you didn't walk in with anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's uh, it's gone. It was gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. like when Amy's surprised when we get out the ice cream and then the next day she's like, "Where's the ice cream?" I'm like, well, well, "What do you mean? <laughs> we ate it. <laughs> Did you think we weren't gonna finish that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what?" <laughs> That doesn't make sense. What a thought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Are we ever going to talk about movies today? Probably never. Podcast at PennCinema.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if this was it? What if this was the show where we finally like went so far off the rails, we never found our way back? <laughs> never talked about movies Which, again. by the way, this is Kayla's episode. Do you know why? Why? Because it's episode 234. Mm. 234, 234. Whenever we see that on the phones or in a calendar or like anywhere, like we always send that, like we always send that to each other. Like if it's 1234 in the afternoon or 234 in the evening or like whatever. Yeah. So the, I noticed the today. Fourth month of February. Right. Exactly. I noticed today. That, and when we did the show notes, it was episode number 234. Wow. So shout out. And by the way, I was, I was in a movie the other day <gasps> uh, watching Taylor Swift. Yeah. And one of the trailers was for the Waitress musical. Oh, yeah. That looks really good. Doesn't that look great? Yeah. And Amy said, Kayla, did you know that the Waitress musical was coming out? And Kayla said, yes, I did. I learned it from listening to the Penn Cinema podcast. Oh. I said, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> it's my girl. <laughs> it was great. It was a pr very proud moment. I bet. We had a great weekend. Kayla was here and Marley was here. What? Yeah. Both of them? Yeah. And our almost third adopted daughter, Becky. Wow. Who's Marley's roommate in Philly. Wow. Yeah. So we dig it. We had a great weekend. It was super fun. It was a great weekend. <sighs> so weird. let's get into it, David. You have the heavy news. Yeah. I'm going to just read this. You're bringing the heavy. Do you, so, want, do you want me to read it? And then well, you can talk about okay, it? you're a better reader. I'm a, a little so bit. Let's, let's a, acknowledge the strengths. A little bit better reader yeah. and also less inclined to care to talk about it. Right. So I'll read it and then you can comment on it. Perfect. Perfect. So, just to preface uh, the. Oh, we, we got to introduce our topics now because remember they oh, yeah. don't take it. They, um, they got a little upset this week. A couple people. Yeah, we got <laughs> more, more than one, less than four. <laughs> yeah, they get upset when you don't introduce the topic. Right. So this is news. This is in the news section, and the topic is the SAG AFTRA psych. Uh, psych. The psych strike. <laughs> the psych strike. <laughs> so some people were like, "Oh, as soon as the Writers Guild." Yes, that was me. Finishes up, they're gonna. Not just you. No, it was of, it was me and all of Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. That that the actors are going to follow suit. Yeah. 
And they started talking. Yep. Turns out, not so much. And looks like uh, SAG-AFTRA has some key things to say about uh, maybe they disagree on whether or not the writers should have signed. I think the in Hollywood, the egos are just, like, massive, like planetary. On both sides. On all, all three, writers, actors, and studios. The egos are out of control, and I don't think anybody will, like... I think what I missed when I thought that they would go along with the writers is, first of all, that's what historically they've done. Mm-hmm. And second of all, I missed the fact that, no, they're going to want to, like, have their own time to look smart. Right. You know, and look like, oh, well, look what we got. Yeah. Uh, it also sounds like maybe, in hindsight, some of the things the writers agreed to might have not been no. so great. That's not true. <sighs> Trust me. You're dude. about to read the, Trust them me, saying that. Trust okay, me, David. Well, you're going to read this, but it's not going to sink in. That's, not what, that's not what happened. You, got you. Yeah, yeah. Understand. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay, I'm going to read this. This is this is because I think it's it's relevant. It's important to to be up to speed on on what's going on in the movie business. So here we go. According to the Hollywood Reporter, and I'm not going to read the letters. Okay. Because I think that's too awkward. So I'm going to say studios and actors. Cool, cool, cool. And when we say that, we know we're talking about the. AMPTP and the SAG-AFTRA. Yeah. Okay. So, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the studios suspended talks with the actors due to the differences between the parties was reportedly too great. In a press release that was given on Wednesday from the Trade Association representing studios and streamers in the negotiations, it was stated, quote, negotiations between the studios and the actors have been suspended. After Actors presented its most recent proposal on October 11th, after meaningful conversations, it is now clear that the gap between us is too great and conversations are no longer moving us in a productive direction. With the vigilance, that's a big word. Mm. That's, that's, you know, whoever wrote this was like, we need some big words. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, sometimes I wonder if they're like, they've got Frodo on the they line. They do. Absolutely yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Although I can write with big words. Like, I, I hate, like, people who you Frodo uses big words because she knows what they mean and she uses them perfectly. Right. Every now and then I get an email from someone who uses big words because they're trying to impress you. Right. Either in a good way or a bad way. You and know? you can use big words because you think they sound good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With the vigilance of the actors' union, SAG-AFTRA responded with their own message to their workers that claims the studios had been using, quote, bully tactics. Not in a good way. Mm, no. Like bad bully. Not bully yeah. like they're English people. A uh, bully! Hey, that's good. It's bully for you. Oh, <laughs> That's Italian. Oh. Come on. Come on. Oh. Come on. We're talking. Who, 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 oh, it was Kayla. Remember she wrote in and she was like, good day, sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> okay. The message from the actors stated, the studios intentionally misrepresented to the press the cost of the above proposal, overstating it by 60%. They have done the same with AI, claiming to protect performer consent, but continuing to demand consent on the first day of employment for use of a performer's digital replica for an entire cinematic universe or any franchise project. The message continued, the companies are using the same failed strategy they tried to inflict on the writers, putting out misleading information in an attempt to fool our members into abandoning our solidarity and putting pressure on our negotiators. But just like the writers, our members are smarter than that and will not be fooled. Boom. 
So back to the drawing board. I think, yeah. I mean, it sounds awful. It sounds an awful lot like what the writers sounded like a couple of weeks before they came to an agreement. Like, yeah. like one last stand of like angry words and uses of words like vigilance. Mm. You know, it's interesting to me and no one else. Mm. When I was in New York City, I don't know if you know, I traveled this week. Well, you're a worldly guy. Big deal. You you never get up there, but me, Yeah. every couple of years. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, but there was a lot of people, I saw at least like three or four people uh, with their um, strike shirts on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mm. yeah. Mm -mm -mm. All right, so what, what do we think about this, David? I think uh, it's still going to be some time. I think we're going to be hard-pressed to get this sealed up by Christmas. Oh, boy. You went there. Yeah. I, I really do feel like if this, if this comes to a wrap, we're going to be like, it's going to be like right before Christmas. And, uh, yeah, I, let's, I just feel like it'll be like they're getting to the holidays. Everyone wants to, like, go home and not think about this kind of stuff or you're going to have the protest the the protesters like i need money for the hall like we need to settle like i need to live yeah. i disagree i think the, i think it's going to be resolved by the end of october oh and the reason i think that is because there are too many big studio projects coming out in november december that need their stars mm. to come out and make it work interesting you could be right yeah that's my theory. You heard it here first. Yeah, this is one of the only places you can find such breaking news, which is now over. Oh, that was like a, I had like a little circular element for the whoa, I, that, like a little circular element for the first time. You did it was yeah. flowed like water in the air. Yeah, I think I'm gonna stop though. If you're if you're cool with this, I'm gonna stop wearing changing it. Normally, what I do is I change into my leotard. Yeah. For the for the post news dance, it was really quick. Yeah, it was quick change. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's totally necessary. I, you take away <laughs> some of the key elements. Is it really the same? Right. It might. That's not, what I say. It might not be the you, same. You know, you break it down. You start with this. Right. Next thing you know, you're only right. doing one hand. Right. Right. <laughs> And you're like, then you're like, well, what if I just do it with my eyes? (laughs) Right. So you need the leotard and then the boots. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. (laughs) I will. You don't have to lace the boots. Okay. Like as long as they're on. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's get into the new trailers this week. There's a decent amount. Uh, Let's see. We have one, two, three, four. Five movie trailers and a TV show. Okay, one of them... The TV show was Candy Cane Lane. Yeah. I wasn't sure because at the end, mm. it, it had like a regular rating screen in the trailer I watched, but right. it didn't really say... That's how they try to fool you. They try mm. to mislead you into thinking it's an actual movie yeah. when really it's a TV after-school special. Okay. okay. Sure. It's your boy Eddie Murphy you're attacking. I love Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and that's the show, everybody. <laughs> Take care and party, party on. <laughs> Listen, the only reason I did not delete this from the show notes was because of Eddie Murphy. It okay. is my boy. I do love him. And I think this looks like a great show that I will watch on my phone while I'm doing chores around the house. So shall we start with this? I might as well. The... Uh, 
What? Okay. We're in trailers. What are we about to talk about? The movie called Candy Cane Lane. The TV show. The TV the show. TV she, the the made-for-TV made special. Yeah. After-school special. On Netflix. On, on Prime. On Prime. Prime. The name of Prime the movie. Netflix. So I, I, I it, it is a movie mm. being released on TV, and its name is... <laughs> so for those of you who haven't gotten to the end of this show episode yet, <laughs> what, what David and I know that you don't know yet yeah. <laughs> is that... <laughs> Is a lot. Well, I mean, just that, know that. Just, just know that, buddy boy. <laughs> just so we're clear. Yeah, it's you. Right. And one of the millions of things yeah. that we know that you don't is what we're talking about. <laughs> is it later in the show? We will get to a segment called Listeners' News, Notes, and Reviews, or Comments, Questions, and answers and in that in that section seg- segment <laughs> in that segment we are reprimanded mm. up one side and down the other yeah we had our comeuppance like i said by more than one but less than four right our comeuppance is what you would what i would call it mm. yeah we were put in our place for failing to consistently or <laughs> or ever, or ever. <laughs> mention what trailer adequately we are reviewing apparently one time in the 6,000 trailers that we've reviewed in this show, <laughs> one time, don't you think it's just the one? I, they claim, I feel like it had to have only been that one episode. They claim like it's a regular thing, yeah, but I like am convinced who, that yeah. it was just the one time yeah. that we forgot to name the trailer. <laughs> one out of 6,000. All right. That's what I'm saying. You know, so a little grace. Yeah. I think would have been appreciated, at least on my part. Yeah. You know, and, and David is much tougher than I am. I have, I have very thin skin. And to think that we don't know the actors' names. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's not go. T- that's the second time. I have never hit mic. the mic. I know. In 233 episodes. And now here we are in 234 and twice. Twice. Twice now I've you hit the mic. got to get in. Okay. The movie is called Candy Cane Lane. It stars Eddie Murphy and what's her face that. <laughs> <laughs> we totally know her name, but we're not going to give right. the listeners the satisfaction. No, you don't deserve. Right. Of uh, yeah, <laughs> acting like we know her name. Yeah. But you would recognize her. <laughs> yeah. It also stars another lady that looks pretty familiar. <laughs> I don't. I only. I only know one. The wife. Are you thinking of the wife or the? I'm thinking of the evil. The bad, yeah, those guys are the evil lady. Yeah. yeah. Too, yeah. So. All right. So this is like basically your basic. Um, it's a wonderful life type of thing where you wish one thing and then it goes horribly wrong, and then in so in suffering the lessons of your wish, you learn the meaning of Christmas. Look, I'm going to be critical here. Are you ready? That's weird. Yeah, it's the first time. Yeah, it's the first time. Uh. <laughs> This is oh, the wait, first wait, 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 wait. Shouldn't you, shouldn't you have your pinky out for this? Okay, hold yeah, on. There you and go. I'm talking about Candy Cane Lane. Right, right. Candy Cane Starring Lane. Starring Eddie Murphy. The trailer for the yeah. movie called Candy Cane Lane. Right on TV. Uh, this is the first trailer for an Eddie Murphy movie in I don't know how long. An Eddie Murphy Murphy? An Eddie Murphy Murphy yeah. movie that I actually like watched the trailer and thought, I want to watch that. Okay. Like, I'm not saying that I mean, there's nothing against Eddie Murphy. I'm just saying that he's made a lot of movies that have not been in my wheelhouse 
for a long time. I will say, I will agree with that and further expand it to say there was something intangible, hard to describe about this that made it feel like Eddie Murphy was on his game. Yes. And, and you know what it was? I think it was a lot of times Eddie Murphy movies are just that. They are fully swung on Eddie Murphy mm-hmm. carrying the whole thing. Well, even in this trailer, it was very apparent that it is an ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like what what really sold me the deal was like they're in the garage and they're like, "This is what you wished for," and they're all like berating <laughs> yes. him, and he's doing great Eddie Murphy like right. comedic responses, right. but they're also having their own little like yeah. bits in the background. So, so he wishes for like the best Christmas ever, and then his kids are like. Didn't you wish for like how about world peace or ending homelessness or ending solving climate change or whatever? And then at the end, the little the kid goes, "How about a new little Drake album yeah, or a new Drake, a new album? Drake album?" They're all like, "Oh, I would have loved oh, a new that would have been album. great." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that the candy cane trailer was pretty good. It's not my trailer of the week, but it was pretty good. Yeah. Coming up next, we have the second trailer. Dose. For Wonka, starring mm. Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet, as well as Hugh Grant. Ugh. He he's British. There's two names. I knew two. Yeah. I knew two. Yeah. Names. So the movie is called Wonka. Wonka. Just it. That's it. Just Wonka. It's not the Wonka. No. Or Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. No, no, no. Please. And. All right, I'm going to remember this for the end of the show because this is what you can do to support the show is make sure when people call the theater and ask about Wonka, they don't ask about Willy Wonka because that's going to be annoying. So Wonka, Mm -hmm. starring Timothy Chalamet and Hugh Grant, opens up, what, Christmas time, December, something like that. that. And this is the trailer number two. And what did you think? (sighs) (laughs) I will say, I, all right, I will tell you what I thought, since yeah. you obviously don't want to. I thought this was a great trailer, and there was a there was a part of it that made me get excited for Wonka more than I previously was, which is actually not totally different from what you just said about Eddie Murphy. This trailer shows me that there's more to this movie than Timothy Chalamet, and that the people that he's acting against are solid. So yeah. first of all, you saw some more of Hugh Grant, which I thought was great. And the scene, was it Jonathan Lithgow? Is he in this movie? I don't know. It's it's somebody like somebody along those lines. Um, and the scene where he said, uh, "Would the chocolates be available to the poor?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy in the back, he says, "He doesn't like it when you say poor." <laughs> I just thought, I mean, totally insensitive, but you know, I love a little insensitivity in my movies. And right. This I thought made it think, made me think, like, okay, this movie's going to have like some actual. It's not just going to be pretty fluff Wonka story. You know, it's going to have some actual comedy and flow to it. And um, I thought this was great. That's so my big huff and puff. Yeah. Was that this trailer looks good. <laughs> and I, I still have my standing problem. If I don't, I, and I, maybe they'll explain it about how I feel like this breaks the immersion of the Wonka factory being this crazy magical world that nobody knew about from the outside. Right. Where this makes it look like it was very outspoken that all Wonka chocolate has magical effects. Right. And that's what I don't like. Right, right. Aside from that, it does look pretty good. Can I ask you a question about the show? Yeah, this show? Yeah, the podcast. The one that we're doing right now? The Penn Cinema podcast. Mm. Specifically episode 234. (gasps) Oh, I heard about that one. When (laughs) I listened to it next week. Yeah. I loved it. 
Yeah. They said every trailer name. So good. Yeah. So almost good. almost every trailer almost name. Every trailer name. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, I because I forget, I don't know if you remember during the staff meeting, I stepped out for a quick sec. Yeah. I had to take that phone call. Mm-hmm. When we, when I was out of the room, did anybody say anything about the the parameters for this episode as to whether or not are we required to pick a trailer of the week? Was I that, feel like we have to. Was that ma- so it is. It's mandatory. Like, even if we don't have a good one. Gotcha. You have to be like, this is the best of the worst. Gotcha. Okay. Why? Because. You don't think you have one? I'm struggling. Uh-oh. Uh, and I've, I've said the truth, which is that the trailers that we've reviewed that f- so far, the two, the first one being Candy Cane Lane and the second one being Wonka. Right. Um, Starring Eddie Murphy, T- Timothy Chalamet, right. and Hugh Grant. And we thank Jonathan Lithgow. Maybe. Anyway. They're all pretty good, but I'm struggling. Like, I don't have a trailer. I, I'll have one by the time we get to the bottom of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, the next trailer. Uh huh. Oh. <laughs> you want to lead us off on this? The next trailer is called The Color Purple, starring Haley Bailey. Haley Bailey. Ha- Holly. Holly. Holly Bailey? Allie Bailey. Holly Bailey? Yeah. We knew who she was, just took us a while to pronounce her name correctly. Yeah, yeah. No, no. All right. We're on it. And this uh, is this is a tough cast to pronounce. So I'll take the next one. Okay. It also stars her. Yes. And then you take the next one after. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it also stars Fantasia Barino, Danielle Books, Corey yeah. Hawkins, Coleman Domingo. Yeah. Who I had to look him up. Yeah, but you knew all these names off the top of your head. That's the crazy thing. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What do, what do you well, some people might say it sounds like you read them, but you knew you th- them. You think I would do – you think – you're sitting over there. You're sitting over in the chair. Wait, I'm sitting over here? You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting over there. Okay. And you think I'm sitting over here co-hosting yeah. a movie-themed podcast. <laughs> yeah. And you think I'm going to do so and not know the cast – of the movies that I'm talking about? That would be preposterous. I what I must have been sick. Dave Vid. <laughs> what yeah. I, I'm disappointed that you're disappointed in me. Shall I continue? Please. Coleman Domingo, who I had to look up, but he is somebody who looks really great in mm. this in this particular trailer. It also stars one of our favorites, Taraja P. Henson, and um I think that's all I remember from it. David Allen Greer has a small role in it, but I think the main um, star of the movie, as you referenced, right off the top of your head, Halle Bailey. Well, she plays the sister that gets taken away, so she's not the main person, but she'll be in a lot. I mean, don't you think um, Taraji Henson has to be... Yeah, I think she's the main girl. She's got to be the star. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a new take on the color purple, which means it has musical... Uh, parts and mm-hmm. and some more fantastical bits to it, but it does look impressive. It seems odd for a Christmas release because isn't the story like typically pretty sad? Yeah, but so is so is uh, Les Mis. Oh, that was a Christmas release too. That was a Christmas release, and it was sad as hell. Yeah, you want people to be happy on Christmas? You no. want to cry a little bit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. People yeah. love their tragedies, and yeah. and also this is this is a heavy movie or a heavy story, but it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's an inspiring story. Um, I mean, I've read the book. You know, it's it's uplifting. It's one of the three books you've read. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, David. 
As a matter of fact, just curious if you must know. Oh, I read this book. Did you though? I'm like, did he? Like, how many? Go ahead. Years ask, I was going to say, go ahead. Ask me what year I read what, it. How, what year did you read? It was this? circa 1983. Uh, was it for school? It was. But I did. I do remember for whatever reason because I think we've established on this show that I was never a good student. Right. But. For whatever reason, I did actually read this book. This is one of the few books that I read. Wow. So. Maybe you were like waiting for the coloring part. Right. <laughs> like eventually, I get to the picture. I had my crayons. <laughs> yeah. I had my my purple crayon ready because I had just finished Harold and the Purple right. Crayon. You know, so now I'm over here. I'm ready for the sequel. That's a great. <laughs> okay, the next trailer is for a movie called Squealer. Mm. This movie. Looks like, you know how we've been seeing some movies come out. It stars Tyrese Gibson. Thank you. And we've been seeing some movies come out, and we've been like, "Oh, this is like we're getting these are these indie movies that we weren't, you know, we wouldn't see because of the strike." And now we're they're getting big release. This is bottom of the barrel. This movie either A was never going to see the light of day or was going to go straight to streaming. But now Lionsgate has decided to put it <clears throat> in theaters. I think when you clarify that it stars Tyrese Gibson. Yes. I don't think it stars him. I think it stars a bunch of people you've never heard of. Oh, and, and he, he just. And, he, and, yeah, and you're he's right. also in it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because when they list the cast, it's like this guy you've never heard of, this other guy, this other guy, this other guy. And with. then it says, and Tyrese Gibson, or with Tyrese, whatever. Yeah. You know, there's that little clarification. Like it's when, like how Mel, Mel Gibson's is. Yes. He shows up for a day. Yeah. And then they put. Yeah, it's yeah. that, it's yeah, that yeah. type of movie. And the, the cinematography looks. Cheap. Yeah. I don't want to talk out of school. Well, you've never been to school before. Right. So, so yeah. no problem. Yeah. Right. 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 I'll just say that November 3rd is not far away. We're sitting here. We got Taylor Swift. Next weekend is Killers of the Flower Moon. We got Five Nights at Freddy's. Mm -hmm. And then we got November 3rd. Now, supposedly, this film that we're discussing, which is called Squealer, supposedly, this film comes out on November 3rd. But after November 3rd, we have the Marvels on November 10th. And then we have um, Napoleon shortly after that, and we yeah. have Wish shortly after that, and then we have Trolls. I mean, we have a lot going on in November. All of the movies that I've just named, I've discussed with the studios. <clears throat> Excuse me. Right. This movie, Squealer? Yeah. Never heard of it. Came out of nowhere. Never heard of it. So I don't think this movie is going to um, make it to many theaters. It, 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 it looks like a blood and gore um it's basically a guy it's supposedly supposedly based on a true story of a serial killer who apparently is like abducting young women and then cutting them up and feeding them to his pigs. Right. Is that essentially the Yeah, and then selling the pig meat and everyone's like the pig uh, meat is so good. Yeah. No. Uh, Cuz he feeds people. Cuz he has a secret ingredient. Yeah, based on a true story, didn't they say that? Too? Yeah, they did. Yeah. I'm not sure I believe it. All right, the next movie we have here is called The Iron Claw, which is also based on a true story. Now, this this looks like a proper film. Yes. I don't think we should lump these two movies together. No, this is my trailer of the week. All right, here's the deal. Yeah. You listening? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is also my trailer of the week. Yeah. But I don't really want to see the movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Walk us through it. Okay, this is... It stars... Who does it star? Well, it stars the kid from Bear, who was in Shameless. Right. Do you remember his name? I remember. 
Zach Efron is in it. Zach Efron is in it. And it also stars other people. Jeremy Allen White. Mm. You know, he's 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 an up and comer. I mean, I, I shouldn't say up and comer because he's been a star for a long time. But I just feel like every time I turn around, his name is coming up in conversation. So the main characters, the story is based on three brothers who are played by Jeremy Allen White, Zach Efron, and Maxwell Jacob. And it also stars Lily James. Wow. This movie looks like it's going to be amazing. The the reason why you know what this movie reminded me of? It reminded me of um, the wrestler, yes. starring what's her face, uh, and what's his face? It. Yeah, it's, it's starring Melissa. No, no, Marissa she, Tomei. Marissa no. Tomei. She was in that. She was the star I, of that. I thought that uh, it starred what's her face who died, Brittany Murphy. Marilyn Monroe? Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy, no. Let me, let me just but double stars, check it. it stars. No, I'm, I'm correct. It stars Marissa Tomei, and the, the male lead Mickey is Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke and Marissa Tomei. But it also has Evan, H. Evan Rachel Wood in it oh, so and a couple other people that are cool. But this the sense of this movie reminds me of The Wrestler in the sense that it's about pro wrestling. It's people who are, on the one hand, very successful in it. But on the other hand, it's a really tough way to live. Yeah, you know, and then this this movie. What's different from this movie versus the wrestler is that this movie has like real family dynamics going right. throughout it because it's these three brothers who all perform together. And I think their father performed too, something like that. Yeah. And I it's based on a true story. Um, it looks intense. Yeah, the father looks abusive. Yeah, I don't dig that. It looks it looks like it's going to be sad, and I mean I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah. Earlier this year, I attended SmackDown. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did know so, this. So, I mean, yes. I might be one of the biggest wrestling fans there's ever been. You're what we call a SME. Yeah. A subject matter expert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've seen it live. I can't, yeah. I know how it works. Right, that one so time. So, to me, to me, this is going to be like, I'm going to be like, oh, <laughs> like, I understand this more than most you know as per usual yeah yeah <laughs> as for everything you do right and i'm gonna be like after certainly like guys like if you knew what it was like behind the scenes right you would understand this even yeah. more you're gonna have the look on your face that you had i don't know if if i looked a little distracted earlier it's because i got a text oh yeah yeah i got a text from the fruit juice place that you stopped at on your yeah. way up, you know, <laughs> they they send me security camera footage of you, of you walking into the Bobo Tea place. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's pretty funny because the look on your face is like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is my third day in a row drinking this stuff. I know there's a hundred different flavors. But I can get the same thing three right. days in a row. Right. Absolutely. It's not a big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, that you're, you're going to have that same look on your face when you watch uh, Iron Claw. Right. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Our last movie. Uh, All's Well in New York. Uh, it stars a cast of no names. And What's the name of the movie? All's Well in New York. Okay. Is that like All Is Well in yeah, New York? Like All's Well. Are you sure it's All Is Well? Because I think it's All Swell. All Swell. All Swell in New York. Like a play yeah. on. It's a, it's a, isn't it an abbreviation? I don't know. For All Is Well? All's Well? All's Well. I never heard that before. All's well that ends well. No, I I don't think um, I don't think that's a thing. Really? Yeah. Well, you do ahead and do your Google. I'll talk about this movie. Okay. It stars a bunch of people that we don't know. <laughs> um, true. True. Here's the thing about this movie. It was made in 2022, so that's your first bad 
sign. Yeah. It doesn't look... It looks like the type of movie that I would watch and be like, oh, that was an interesting indie film. Mm. But it doesn't look like a good movie, as in like oh, many people are going to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's It's got like... It's one of those stories like Crash or something like that where there's like seven plots going on and everyone's story just kind of intertwines and then at the end they all have their own individual like uh, wrap ups kind of like Love Actually even you know um, and in this you've got the the lady who can't have a baby so she's got a surrogate mother so then you have the surrogate mother has pro- problems with an abusive boyfriend or and or drugs and then you've got the older woman who can't help but but uh you know try and mentor everyone around her and then the husband that's very lackadaisy and must have a heart attack at some point and then they also have a group of friends that he's lackadaisy but then by the end of the movie somebody gives him a daisy and then he no longer lackadaisy yeah that's why he has a heart attack at the beginning of the movie he lacks a daisy right no I got your joke by the end he has a daisy right and that's why he had a heart attack because right. it was so shocked he's so excited to have a daisy yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> the sequel just because be, I don't laugh hysterically the, the day, doesn't the, mean the sequel's I gonna, I'm gonna keep working it the sequel <laughs> is gonna be I think there's I think there's something at the end of this alley yeah yeah the sequel is gonna be called has a is daisy there? in New York <laughs> let me turn on my halogen ball <laughs> <laughs> I can David, see to the end you need to look harder has a daisy in New York, huh? Perfect. Yes. Perfect. The sequel. I bet you Frodo's into that joke. <laughs> I know she is. Yeah. Because because uh, I don't think anybody lacks a daisy. You don't. No. They grow for free. Right. Yeah. I mean, you could get daisies anywhere. Right. Like if your whole life is that tragic because you <laughs> lack a daisy, I think that's a easy. It's a really easy thing to correct. Right. You know. It's really your fault for not doing it. Right. Yeah. No one to blame but yourself. Go cry. <laughs> Nobody cares. Work harder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I also do want to come back. This quick does have Bobby Cannavale in him. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know who that is. So, yeah. Oh, everybody else does. You're the only person that doesn't know who it he is. Does. That's got to be true. Yeah. Well, yeah, this movie was called All's Well in New York. The, with one word, All's, all's well. well. Yeah. I think the expression is All's Well that ends well, but the word is All's well. with an apostrophe before the S. Yeah. And then the second word is Well. All's well in New York, but this movie this is, is, is called One Word All's Well, mm, which like I Oswald. which I exactly which I looked up while you were talking because I was curious. I was gonna predict that the family was called Oswell, like their last name was Oswell, mm. which would be a cool last name. Like this, I have a book and I watched the YouTube channel. Of this guy named Chris Broad, and he's called he's does Japan yeah. stuff. He calls it abroad in Japan. Perfect. So good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So just to review, we talked about Wonka, The Color Purple, Candy Cane Lane, Squealer, The no, Iron I don't, I don't think they appreciate the tone of voice there, David. I think that sounds patronizing. No, I I'm, think it undercuts. I'm going slow I, so that they can listen to it faster. I think it undercuts. And hear it, you know. Yeah. I don't think they need the attitude. <laughs> Well, free of charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, attitude they got. And daisies. And daisies. Are you ready to move on to our review? Please, I'm begging you. Okay. This week we watched Taylor Swift's is it it's I think it's called Taylor Swift the Heiress Tour, right? Right, correct. Not Taylor Swift's Right. The Air. So it's Taylor Swift the Heiress Tour. Perfect. Era's tour. An era. Yeah. And then plural. 
yeah, yeah. eras, which is hard for me to say. From some no, it's it is no. You're it's not just you. You're it's it's an awkward title. Yeah, everybody just calls it Taylor Swift. Yeah. What did you think about this movie? I loved it. I had a great time. It yeah. was so fun. And one of the things that I appreciated about let, let's talk about. I, I'm not commenting on whether or not we like Taylor Swift. No. We love Taylor Swift. Yeah. But as professional high end movie critics, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. it's our job to comment on the movie. Right. The movie side of this conversation. Yeah. We love Taylor Swift. That's already established. What I loved about this movie mm. is that it made a clear decision to to of what it was what, of what it wanted to be. It's not a behind the scenes documentary. No. It's not a story about Taylor Swift. It's not a hey, let me bring you and show you, you know, her changing costumes in between sets. Right. You know, this concert movie wants to bring you into this concert. Right. It doesn't like it doesn't um randomly add effects you know it doesn't you know aug- no, augment the the presentation yeah a little bit you know just just a little bit but it doesn't like you know try to be better than the concert it's literally just wants you to experience what it was like in the concert yeah and i thought they nailed it uh, yeah i agree too i, I will just to, to harp on that one thing because it's one of the only things i have i negative they cut they cut around 45 minutes of the of the concert. Right. Because in the beginning she says it's a three and a half hour concert right. and you watch about two hours and 45 minutes yeah. of it. And that's basically them cutting costume changing right. and stuff, which is fine. My problem is how it's both brilliant and every time it took me out of the concert. And the way they do it is whenever they change an era, mm-hmm. they there was this thing on, on the screen, an effect, and what they do is they blend that effect into a full screen blackout for us, the audience, watching right. it. The movie audience. The movie audience. And in doing that, it was so jarring to my mind to be like I wanted to see the effect as it was like in the theater. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then it would take up the whole screen. And then I had my mind I'm questioning how much of that was real and how much of that right. was the blended effect that they did. Right. Because every time I'm like totally fascinated by it right and then i'm like oh wait maybe that's just the graphic like that's the part that took me it had me second guessing what i was seeing yeah um and that is such a tiny little thing that has nothing to do with the actual concert it's just the editing outside of that editing's fantastic i this movie needs a documentary about how it was yes yes Yes, it needs it, it. It was so it, like if you've worked with any kind of production, this movie, like the how they get the camera angles. It wasn't until later that I noticed they have like little tiny. Like I'm used to seeing cameramen; they had little right. tiny cameras like on tracks, like around the bottom of it. Because I'm like, how do they get in there and so close? And uh, just the mechanics of all the all the like ups and downs yeah. and the costume changes. The set, the sets, like I, this movie could have a three-hour documentary. Yes, and I would watch all of it. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, my love for Taylor Swift is, is very like surface level. Yeah. You know I mean, I like the stuff on the radio. I have nothing like I, I, some of it's not like my favorites playlist and stuff. Like I really like her music, but at the same time, I don't think I've ever listened to a full album. Mm-hmm. And there's like a lot of songs I just don't know, and because because of that, 
I mean, I wouldn't. I would never go up to someone and say, "I like." I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of Taylor Swift. Like, oh, I like Taylor Swift. But this was amazing. I think for me, the thing that I love about this is the spirit in which it was brought out, which was basically like, this is one of the biggest tours of all time. Yeah. Certainly one of the most iconic. Yeah. You know, the way she handled it with the surprise songs and, you know, sort of the ins and outs of the tour, um, very reminiscent of Bruce Springsteen fans or Grateful Dead fans. Like, like her fans were clued into this tour every single night. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it was incredibly well done and i i think it will it will be mentioned in the history of great tours right and so now to have that opportunity like i di- i didn't go see her show now i feel like i've seen it yeah. i mean obviously it was better to be there in person yeah. but for 19 dollars like yeah. this is great well i'd argue I'm watching it and yeah, I'm wondering yeah, where yeah. was the best place to be for yeah. this? Best and, place to be was in Penn Cinema. No, I mean, well, where was the best <laughs> place to be in that in that theater? No, I know, or in that stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you're up close, you have the amazingness of like, because even the, when the cameras are up close, you're like, this is so cool seeing her up close. Yeah. But then they show farther away. If you're down on the floor, you're totally missing the effects. The, the effects on the on the floor of the stadium. Yeah, like right. you need to be up a little bit. Yeah. Which means that you're further away. Right. And then you can't see their faces, maybe. Right. I don't know where the right place to, to sit in that theater. Well, that's that's it. I mean, I I like to go to concerts, and that's the age old question. Is yeah. like you know, especially for a concert, like you can go see Grateful Dead or even to some degree Bruce Springsteen. Like, it doesn't really matter, you know yeah. what I mean? Because they're they're not labeled uh, ladled with heavy like effects. You know, they're not about effects. They're about you know the, the more basic rock and roll songwriting you know performances. Um, but you go see a show like Beyonce or Justin Timberlake's or a- any of these guys that have big dance numbers and big special effects and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, is it, you, you want to be close cause you want to see the performer up close, but you want to be back so you can take in, you know, the, the spectacle. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's a, I mean, that's an age old question. You got to choose stuff, yeah. but it, this is a great example of like the best view of this tour is the movie. Right. This I know I said it before. I was like, look, this is this is like a cultural phenomenon. I said that beforehand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, going into it in the week coming up, and so I said, if you want to be in the know about what, you know, people Absolutely. are going to be talking about for years, you just, just, I want to say after seeing it, cultural phenomenon is not a big enough deal for this. I really do feel like this is one of the, like in watching this movie, I felt like this was seeing one of the biggest things of like multiple generations at this point like you got you're you're looking at like you know we weren't there but like this is as close as we can be to witnessing like to me this is the equivalent of what it would have been like to watch woodstock like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's huge you had to be there it was so amazing people are going to talk about this for a lifetime yeah i really do feel like we're gonna get like I'm watching it and I'm like the SNL skits are writing themselves like right. watching the dancers and stuff right <clears throat> the dancers had so much personality I was like they could easily make individual skits yeah. like for each of these guys yeah. but the thing is you're going to see that now and this is going to be in the zeitgeist for like two generations because you've got the people who grew up with Taylor Swift Taylor Swift's age and then you have the younger you know mm-hmm. the younger generation mm-hmm. coming through that are, are also super fans of her they're going to be thinking about this in 10 years, about remember the era's mm-hmm. tour. And 
then you're gonna get this the zeitgeist is it's not gonna leave the zeitgeist it's it's like it's like uh you know you still hear jokes about uh michael jackson and stuff his his white glove yeah. right yeah. yeah it's the same yes type of thing and i really want to encourage people if you're like why would i want to see this or whatever like see it see it see it because it's it's I'm even as someone who's not that big a fan. Yeah, okay, it's two hours forty five minutes or whatever. There were definite parts where I was like, "All right, okay," like I don't know this song. Like I'm just, but it was just the cinematography, the, the like everything about it just made it spectacular to watch. And I was like, "This is a little long in the tooth," and then it was ending, and I was like, "Ah, oh, oh man, it's ending." I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end. Yeah, it was like Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> I said that earlier. That's what I felt like. Yeah. I was like, at one point, I was like, oh, man, I, I'm kind of ready to go. And then I was like, oh, I'm sad it's over. And I'll be honest, since it's, since you know I saw it yesterday, and there's a part of me that's like, I kind of want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, like, me too. bigger, louder. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it sticks with you, and you're like, I want to I wanna experience that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, I think it's safe. I think the other thing that's exciting about this is the future is female. Oh, sure, right. Yeah. I mean, you look at Barbie this summer, but then when you zoom out, like you said, you know, this Taylor Swift tour is going to stick around. I think when you zoom out, you have some points. You have yeah. Elvis, you have the Beatles, you have Michael Jackson. Yeah. And now you have Taylor Swift. And don't get me wrong. I know that I know that there was Beyonce. I know there was Janis Joplin. You know, I know that there are those other great, fe- incredible female performance. Yeah. I, I performers. I get that. Totally get that. This feels This is different. Big. This feels different. Can we just talk about the athleticism oh. of everyone involved? She did this, you know, we only saw two hours and 45 minutes of it. It's like three hours of her, and she never looks exhausted. And then you look at her, like, dancers, they're going just as hard, if not even harder in some degrees. Yeah, harder. Yeah. For and sure. It's It's crazy. I mean, it's it's interesting because it, it it reminds you like, I mean, the professional dancers that go on these types of tours are just incredible. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm sure there were times where they did a show every night for like three days Absolutely. or more straight. Absolutely. Like they were in certain areas. But can you imagine how exhausting that would be? Like, because it doesn't. When it's over, it's not over. I mean, maybe the dancers can whatever, but like Taylor's got to be present at other things, right? Right. And then she's got to be up in the morning to promote around, I'm sure. Right. Yep. It's no, it, it's a grueling schedule, I would, have, I yeah. would imagine. And I'm thinking, I mean, well, I guess she's at the point now where she makes money, but I know a you lot of... You think she's making a couple bucks. Well, I mean, but a lot yeah. of a lot of bands talk about how, like, touring, Yeah. you wind up paying so much for the tour. Yeah. But, I'm, you know, she's well beyond she, that. She doesn't have that. Yeah, she <laughs> she's good. Did you notice the people that were, like, because it's a circular stadium, yeah. who had seats, like behind the stage basically yeah. i was like can you imagine how much money they paid to watch from that angle yeah and how like i don't know i guarantee they didn't care yeah you're right they didn't care you're they right. didn't care i bet you they had one thing i heard i did talk to a woman who was at the show in la really yeah she was at one of the i mean th- this movie is filmed over three nights oh is it yeah it was filmed over three nights at, in la okay you know and uh a, a friend of mine was at one of those nights marley's friend and she said that there's a big video monitor that wraps around the stadium that they somehow edited out of the movie. So that wherever you were, in addition to the, 
the monitors that we saw, there was a, a monitor that, not that Taylor Swift brought, but just exists in the stadium mm. that was also in use. Oh, really? Yeah. So I thought that was interesting that they, I, I mean, I assume that she's correct. I, I, I don't know why she would remember that wrong. Yeah. Um, I thought it was an interesting decision to edit that out. It probably would have been distracting for the movie. Right. But anyway. Yeah, so if you're if you're here's how I would put it. If you're if you have any interest in music, maybe sure. maybe this isn't your era, this isn't your type of music or whatever, but if you appreciate good music and good performances, you need to come in and see this movie. Yeah. 100%. Big time. So all right, best movie right, I've ever seen. Best movie I've ever saw. All right. You ready to move on? Oh, I am. I've been looking forward to this all night, especially the first two. This is this we we wound up walking away with a theme about our trailers, but there was, was another thing. There was another theme. There was a second theme that I enjoyed. That I was almost like maybe we shouldn't have the section this week when I right. saw it. I right. was like, this this yeah. theme's a little depressing. Well, for, for you, for most people, right? Yeah, because the theme was basically about how smart Penn is, right? And how he got it right. If I knew the guy, I might comment, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly don't. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Let's start off with the abacus. Oh, I love this guy. I've always said, when have I ever said anything except how great he is? Yeah. You know, the horns of Gondor were sound last week. Yes. You were like, yeah. Pen calls for aid. Yes. I, I called out for help. Yeah. As I often do. And typically I'm proven wrong. Yeah. Now I'm going to short, we shortened this down yeah, a little bit. A little bit. There's a lot of information. At the 22 minute, 45 second mark on the most recent Penn Cinema podcast episode, Number 233, there was a debate between David and Penn about whether or not they reviewed the trailer for a film called Silent Night mm. on the previous episode, number 232. This seemed like an easy enough assignment to awaken the abacus, but it was made a bit more difficult by the fact that you didn't mention the name <laughs> of one of the films hey. in episode 232. This is it, like a little prelude. Impossible. This is like foreshadowing right. of future notes. Please try to do better next time. Just to recap, Penn mentions the Silent Night trailer during the trailer review segment of episode 233, prompting David to state that they reviewed the trailer the previous episode. Penn quickly and confidently dismisses David's idea. The film Silent Night was not mentioned on episode 232. That's right. Penn was correct this time. Wait, I'm sorry. I wasn't paying. What was the last sentence? He said that right and unusually Penn was correct this time. I... That's not quite exactly how it was written. Oh, it says, yeah. that right, unusually to no one's uh, bet, Penn was right this time. I don't think that's how it You don't think that? No, you should check it again. <laughs> okay. It says, that's right, unusually, and to no one's bet, and surprising millions, Penn was correct <laughs> there this There you time. go. You got it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. I was shortening it down. Right. I appreciate that. Yeah. I was shocked. Yeah. It's not often that we get a note... <laughs> <laughs> from anybody, let alone the abacus, right. who says that Pen, that's right, Penn was correct. Yeah. I, I do take slight the slightest issue with some of the verbiage. Because what he actually wrote was, that's right, comma, Penn was correct this time. Mm. Was well, last couple, I last couple take, times the abacus was in, he was I, like, wham, Penn's wrong. Wham, I, Penn's I know. Wrong. I take a little bit of issue with that, though. Because we don't need to, who needs to dredge up? David, live in the moment. There's only so many minutes in a day. The past is gone. The future is unknown. Yeah. Live in the present. Right. There's no need to clarify whether or not I've been wrong in the past. The important thing is 
<laughs> that I'm correct. Well, right. I learned from your mistakes so you can make all new ones. I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, so you've seen my new tattoo. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Okay. And then that was exciting. That was super exciting. That was exciting to get a note that, that made me feel so good about myself. And then I thought to myself, it's probably going to be another dozen or more episodes until I'm right about something again. At least. At least. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then I get to the next note, which is from everyone's favorite sister, who says, I have to start by saying, are you listening? Hold on. Let me turn my volume yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I think I'm ready now. You better have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite sister writes in and says, I have to start this, her her note that she writes into the Pensano podcast yeah. for the record that she's writing. Uh-huh. Uh, we're talking about everyone's favorite sister. Right. Well, she doesn't have a theme. Oh, okay. Everyone's favorite sister writes in and says, I have to start by saying, quote, <laughs> David, yeah. put your, wave your hands up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, quote, Ben was right. <laughs> what? I couldn't hear you. <laughs> I saw David reaching for the special effects button. I knew he was going to try to squelch me. Everyone's favorite sister writes in and says, I have to start by saying Penn was right when he said Silent Night doesn't look bad, but it also doesn't look good. What it does look like is a fan fucking tastic. Definitely my trailer of the week. I'm like 90% sure Penn is right again. What? Again? Because if y'all had reviewed this last week, I would have remembered because this movie just went to the top of my watch list. Whoa. Nothing I like more than a good old fashioned blood and guts revenge movie. I'm with you there. I mm. told, yeah, everybody loves that. Hey girl. That's cause we got anger issues. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. Did it get Wait, deep all of a sudden? Uh, I thought we were going to go there this week. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> Nothing I like more than a good old-fashioned blood and guts revenge movie. I'm getting major John Wick and Sisu vibes Ooh. from this film, and I loved both of those. Penn is right again with his box office predictions because I'm not going to a theater to watch this movie. I'm waiting for streaming for two reasons. One, my husband will absolutely not go with me, neither will my friends, and I don't want to go alone. I'm going to just pause and say that's a huge mistake. Going alone to a movie is one of the greatest things. It is a great. Do you, do you ever go by yourself yeah. to a movie? Yeah. It, there's nothing wrong going by yourself there's to a not, movie. It took me this podcast to get used to it, but yeah. Yeah, you got to be yeah. you got to be comfortable, but yeah. it's worth it. It's so it's so pleasant. Don't get me wrong. I love when I watch movies with the boys or you know, I watch Taylor Swift with the girls and that was great and and all that kind of stuff, but there's nothing wrong with going to a movie by yourself. So one, my husband won't watch it, neither will my friends. Two, and probably more important, when at home I can be as loud and obnoxious <laughs> as I want to be reacting to this film, which is why my husband's and friends won't go see it with me. <laughs> well, that's a good reason to stay home. Yeah. If you're going to be like that. And to be clear, <laughs> when I said this podcast, I mean doing this podcast in general. Not right? this episode. Not this episode. Yeah. Roger that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a lot. That was she's awesome. down. She's down for whatever you think, apparently. That was three. The, Mentions of pen being correct. Yeah. And then when you add the abacus, now we're up to four. Four. That's pretty hot. I've, I think we should just end the show there. We would, except for she wrote some more. <laughs> oh, right. She said a few thoughts about Wish. 
there's a 100% chance that the song from Wish will make it into a, a Disney's fireworks show at some point. In fact, it sounds <laughs> like it was written for the exact purpose. In fact. Yeah. Mark my words, if this movie does well, that little glowy star guy will be all over Disney like a newer, more Gen Alpha-friendly Tinkerbell. Yeah, no doubt. I really, I agree. I would not be surprised if this song was written and they were going to, like, use it for a show and they were like, oh, let's just make a movie. Um I'm curious. The what, idea. I'm curious what all of our listeners think. Yeah. Uh, there was some discussion downstairs about this movie. Wish downstairs here. Yeah, at Penn Cinema in the lobby amongst our staff. Yeah. There was some discussion about whether or not we thought the animation looked good. I think it looks like classic Disney. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Which I, I like. I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, the 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 opinion that was being represented by a couple staff members was that it didn't look high-end Disney, but it didn't look like it was on purpose like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Now, would you say any of these people with opinions were born when they did cell animation last time? No. Exactly. Zero. Although one of them went to the New York City Film Festival. (gasps) So, I mean, we're talking about some movie guys, Mm. people who like movies. Uh, Speaking of movie guys, uh, you remember our friend Owen? Owen? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not a why. Oh, I don't want you to be confused. Not a why. Oh, who? A why? Where? Aware. Oh, oh, then. Aware is fun. I like aware. aware. Yeah. <laughs> that, that dude's a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the problem is, it's always hard to find him. You know, he's got this. Uh, he hangs out with Waldo. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. You can find Waldo. <laughs> you'll I, find aware. I guess I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. aware is a good guy, but he's not a big movie guy. Oh, when? Mm. He's a big movie guy. Big movie guy. And I'm blanking, but he got he got oh poor things. Oh. I heard through the grapevine, and Owen, we would appreciate a, 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 an email. Yeah. Um, I heard through Grapevine that he got take he you know you had to like enter a lottery or something at the oh. New York City Film Festival or maybe it's just called New York. I don't know what the name of it is, but it yeah. takes place in New York. And he went, and a couple other kids here went, and he got tickets to see uh, a ticket to see Poor Things. Wow. Which I'm I'm increasingly excited about Poor Things. I think that looks like a good movie. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, definitely right in. So she has one last statement. She says, I got to see the entire season of Loki 2, all six episodes. The first episode that aired was a combination of the first episode I saw and the third episode I saw. My first two episodes dealt exclusively with the branching timeline. OB and the Loom didn't show up until episode three. Obviously, OB is the highlight of the series. So I'm guessing that's why they made sure he was in the first episode. Have you been watching Loki? No. I've been very busy. I haven't I've have not been watching anything. Like literally, almost literally. You and your work and your family and your life. I have been watching this the stuff. You know you you know how you have two categories of things you can watch. Yeah. You have the things that you can watch when you need something to do. You have like a few hours, a, a window of time yeah. and you want to just chill and watch TV, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have the things you can watch when you got 8 minutes. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. that's what I've been watching. I've been, yeah, yeah. you know, stuff that I've already seen a million times or maybe like the news or ESPN or YouTube or, you know, when you have eight minutes, that's what you put on. That's yeah. that category is what I've been watching. Yeah, I'm just giving you a hard time. But this is really interesting to hear about about how Loki has been moved around because in watching it now, especially the first episode, when I hadn't seen the second one when she wrote this in, I was like, how could they have opened it any other way? Like, uh, I don't. 
It's wild. It's it's crazy to to think that they could have done it differently. Um, so that's what she had to say. But then dun, 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 dun. it's the final countdown. They can't tell the difference. No, I don't think our listeners can tell which we were singing during which that. of our sound effects were from the her theme song and which were us. It's hard to tell. So we'll die before we. My question it. is, how do we not have a record deal, David? <laughs> I mean, I get asked that all the time by you. So right. <laughs> who knows? Thirty thousand downloads and no records. That's right, we passed thirty thousand downloads. Thanks, everybody. Or should we say, sorry, everybody. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> Mr. Gobble, for 30,000 hours. Womp, womp. <laughs> All right, well, we you mentioned Gobble, but we, we already played Top Ten's song, yeah. so we should stick with her. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, oh, oh, this is the one. You go ahead. This you do is, it. You, you want me it. to do it? I, yeah, you're, we agree. This you're is, a better reader. This is the heavy. The better reader or louder. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's something my dad would <laughs> I say. I spec good. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is the, this is the, this is it. Like normally top 10 Sarah is lifting us up. Oh, love her. And she loves yeah. us. And it's always like, and oh, you guys like, are great. And this is what I think. And thanks for doing the show. But this time she takes issue. Yeah. She's like, maybe I don't love you guys as much as I pretend. Yeah. And she has a bone to pick, <gasps> but not an average size bone. No. A huge, and not a the big, kind of bone you give your dog. a big problem. This yeah. is like in fifth grade when I got called into the principal's office Yeah, and I had forged a note from my mom. And I walked into the principal's office and there was my French teacher who I had given the note to uh -oh. and my mom and the principal and the note. Oh. <laughs> and they were all sitting there and I walked right in and I knew I was in trouble. Like, mom, there's your note. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there's that note you wrote. <laughs> yeah, remember? remember? This is big in the type of way that we would definitely not make a comical joke about it no. and harp on it for a whole episode. No. No. That would be That just would not be so like us professional. Take serious from the beginning. Right. No. Yeah. no. <laughs> I have not yet heard the beginning of this show, <laughs> of this episode. Right. So I don't know if we, I'm sure that we did we not totally, fall right. I mean, yeah. I bet we did. I bet you we'll we were to, completely. When we listened to it. Right. We'll because I am one, when I get put in my place, I take it seriously. Yeah. I, I respond very well to authority. Uh, that's. I mean, if there's one thing see, people great experience. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if there's one thing people know about me, yeah. and responds well to rules, mm. you know, <laughs> he's all about the straight and narrow. Yeah, you know, never, right. never going off path. Right, all about conformity. That's what I'm about. Mm. So what you have to say? So anyway, so I, I took it seriously. So I'm going to share it with the, with the listeners so that everybody can. I think it's important that this this and. This is a beautiful thing. This is the beautiful thing about the Pensanova podcast. Mm, so beautiful. We do have a community of listeners. Right. So I think if when we when we come up a, a, against this uncomfortable topic, yeah. You know, I think we're all close enough that we can we can address it together. Right. And move forward. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think it's important to include it in the show, David. Well, hold on a second. How many people make uh, <laughs> Top 10 Sarah writes in, speaking of trailers, I have a bone to pick with both of you. Oh, it's at least three people. It's at community. least three. Okay. So, so we're, we're, we're good. good. We're good. Okay. <laughs> Just to make sure. <laughs> Sarah writes in, speaking of trailers, uh -huh. I have a bone to pick with both of you. It's a pretty big bone. Uh-oh. Somewhere between an elephant and a saber-toothed tiger, <laughs> but not as big as a dinosaur. So I was really glad. Whew. 
for that last clarification. Cause at first I was like, Oh my God, we're going to lose Sarah. But then she clarified like, like we could have done worse. Yes, it's like, the Flintstones. I think we could have pushed it a little further. And we may, we may just will someday. Like, like when I read this, I thought to myself, Oh my God, I'm not naming a single trailer this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm like you're, re, you're not, instantly going the opposite right, direction. Not that I'm like reactive. We'll show that or defiant <laughs> or disordered. Nothing like that. Nothing like that whatsoever. But I will say when when I read that there was, it's 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 bigger than an elephant bone, yeah. smaller than a saber tooth tiger bone. But I was relieved to discover that when you're rating bones that people are picking with you, yeah. you could go all the way up to dinosaur. That's the that's yeah. the the uppermost. Right. That's when you're in trouble. Okay, so she writes in, speaking of trailers, I have a bone to pick with both of you. It's a pretty big bone, somewhere between an elephant and a saber-toothed tiger, but not as big as a dinosaur. This is where it gets heavy. Yeah. All right, everybody, just chill. We're going to get through this together. (laughs) You all need to say the name of the movie at least once. (gasps) Normally, you will say the title once, but this week, there was one movie you never actually got around to telling us the title. Two frowny faces. I've thought about writing in about it before. Wait, what? That sentence, that comment. Impo- so she's implies, thought about writing us and hasn't. No, no, no. What what she's saying is that she has noticed this as an issue in previous episodes. Well, I, we that doesn't talk about our. That doesn't faults, sound right. Or we could talk about her faults about not writing us in when she thinks about it. <laughs> right. If this had been, what a do you problem, want to focus on? <laughs> right. If this was such a problem, yeah. How come she never let us know? Right. I. I mean, just saying. Who saw the suits, right? Okay, so she said, I thought about writing in before. I've thought about writing in about it before because it would be nice if you mentioned the title more than once because I don't always pay super close attention. And by the end of the trailer, (laughs) that's called the Scott Gibble effect. Yeah. I don't always pay super close attention. And by the end of the trailer review, I'm not sure which trailer you are talking about. Now, I should say something that I think will comfort her. Sometimes yeah. we don't know the trailer that we're talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, frequently, so by the time... Maybe you are keeping up. <laughs> right. I, I think you're keeping up just fine. <laughs> I think, sir, you are at the perfect speed. <laughs> I, I frequently it's so true I have no idea what we're talking about okay <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay that's great okay uh, maybe I should lower my standards and just request just request you say the name once I get now that a double mention is too much to ask, but if it were any different, it wouldn't be the podcast I love so much. (laughs) Then it became a family affair because everyone's favorite sister chimed in and said, my favorite part of Penn and David not saying the name of the movie when they're introducing trailers is when they say something along the lines of this next trailer that we did not name stars that one actor whose name we don't know from that movie. (laughs) Neither of us remembers the name of (laughs) that was the most personal attack. That's just piling on. That's just piling on pointing and laughing is all that is. That's not constructive. Well, what would you prefer? That's not constructive, Jen. That's not going to help anybody move forward. 
Yeah. Would you prefer we act like Shady Lady and say seven uh, names before Jesus. we get to the right one? <laughs> <laughs> Including the dead dog. <laughs> right. Before you get right. to your own son's name. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, we have issues here at the Penn Cinema Podcast. Yeah, and then we had one last. But I think I, can we just yeah. how, how are we going to wrap this up? I think what we have done because uh, David just slipped me a note just yeah. now while we were talking. He's, yeah. He he slipped me a note that said that he went ahead and listened to the earlier part of mm-hmm. the episode, and he reports that we did in fact name I think all the trailers this week. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I did is I post edited it in. Oh, gotcha. Like some AI of our perfect. Saying, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Right. Let's right, wrap this up. Yeah. This what, is, who, uh, this wait, what? Yeah. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. gobble. Mystery gobble. Love this guy. Okay. He wrote in. Now, last week, just to remind all the listeners what we're talking about. Yeah. Last, last week, he wrote in and said how much he appreciated the week before when we skipped a week. Right. Because he had a whole extra hour to himself. But he did not share with us what he did during that hour. Yeah. So we reached out to him and challenged him last week in the episode and said, hey, brah, let us, the brahas from brahas want to know. <laughs> yeah. What's the story? What'd you do with yeah. your, your extra hour? All this extra time on your hands. 60, yeah. 60, 60 yeah. extra minutes in his life. He had a certain amount of, of minutes. He yeah. had the rest of his life mapped out. Right. He's, a, he's an engineer, so he's a careful guy. He's got it all planned out. He got all his minutes budgeted, just like me. And then all of a sudden, he had sixty yeah. extra minutes. Yeah, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this one because for the okay. sake of yeah, the friendship, please, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. throw him under the bus. Yeah. Uh, he said he didn't know what he did with his free time, but he's pretty sure. Well, he would have listened to us at double speed. He instead had to listen to his wife in normal what? speed. No, that doesn't sound like something he would say. Yeah. No. No. I mean, maybe that's me making filling up words. Totally making up. Yeah. Yeah. I think what he said was. He, yeah, it was something. <laughs> it was I, along those lines. <laughs> I had to listen to my wife at normal speed, and then he was like, "I don't know if I won or lost." <laughs> I think I think the comment was, "I don't know if if I came out ahead or not." <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Look, if you got stuff you want to write us in, oh. you know, if you want to call us out about something, keep it to yourself. But if you if you can't, go ahead and write us at podcast@pencinema.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. For Can sure. we just recap? Yeah. It was Wonka, The Color Purple, Candy Cane Lane, Squealer, Iron Claw, and All's Well in New York. Those were the trailers. The we trailers reviewed. that we reviewed earlier on this episode. Right. If you haven't listened to that part yet. Yeah, you probably haven't. Right. It's, it's coming up next earlier. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get to what are you doing? What's been going on with you outside? Okay, I told a little fib earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I said I haven't watched anything except the eight minutes. Mm-hmm. That's not entirely true because last night the girls were in town, or Marley Bear was in town with oh. her roommate Becky, oh. and we all went to Costco's. And loaded up, well, I didn't go, but they all went with Amy to Costco's and loaded up on junk food mm. so that we could have a proper Saturday Night Live party. Whoa. Because one of my favorite TV shows is back, baby. And it was okay. Yeah. Pete Davidson was amazing. His cold open, during which, believe it or not, he commented, like all seriousness, commented on the Israeli war, mm-hmm. was unbelievable. It was so moving. It was masterful. It was perfect. Yeah. In my opinion. And then when he came out and did his like opening bit on the stage where he was performing legit comedy, that was also hilarious. The rest of the show was like, okay. Okay. But regardless. Was he hosting? 
Yeah, he was hosting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that was exciting because I'm a big Pete Davidson fan, as as I know a lot of you are. So anyway, Saturday Night Live is back. I also went to New York City with Amy. What? We had the time of our lives. When were you in New York City? Earlier in the week. Remember, we had to record. Oh, or, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we, we did a variety of things, but one thing I wanted to share with the listeners is we did a touristy thing. <laughs> I'm from New York, so I don't often do the tourist routine, but we did go up to the observation deck at One Vanderbilt. Have you ever been there? One Vanderbilt. One Vanderbilt is the name of this gigantic building. I don't think it, I think it's the second tallest building in New York City. It is amazing. Now it's, it's a little pricey. It's $42 to go up to the observation deck, but it's way more than just an observation deck. Like they have exhibits and it's, it's, it's all mirrors and it's all glass. And you are literally looking down on the Empire State Building looking down on the Chrysler building, you can see clear across New Jersey, you can see clear across Brooklyn. Wow. Like the views are breathtaking. It's absolutely amazing. And they did, an, whoever designed it did, like Amy and I spent like almost an hour and a half walking around taking in these views. It was wow. it was unbelievable. So if, if you're looking for something to do in New York City, still my favorite thing of all time in New York is to walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. But my new second favorite thing is to go up one Vanderbilt. Wow. Yeah. Cool. What about you, David? What have you been up to? What have you been reading? What have you been watching? What have you been doing? I know well, you're a fancy world traveler now, so I am. you were recently in the city. I was recently in New York for, yeah. I don't, you mean you might have gone out for a day, but I, I stayed overnight. Yeah. So, fancy. I just, it was two days. One night? One night, two One days. Night, two days, yeah. I took the train, you know. Right. Should I tell you that I went for two nights and three days, or just keep that to myself? You should keep that to yourself. Okay, so no, no, I didn't. This is pretty. Well, yeah. you stayed because you know. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, yeah, I free will. You right, know, right, right, right. So much better. <laughs> and uh, I saw on I saw Auntie Donna live, which was hilarious. Had some great great uh, laughs there, and then I went to uh, New York Comic Con, which is great to be back in New York Comic Con. It felt small compared to how it used to be even though it is absolutely insanely huge uh but you can definitely see how it's pared down post pandemic uh which was interesting mm. um because to me you walked in and i was like oh this is just like i can walk around <laughs> like, yeah i can breathe and uh, i was with chris all productions and he's like it's so crazy in here and i was like man you don't even know don't try to talk to me like you I was, know i was like a i was like a, a grizzled war veteran yeah unimpressed by anything impressive <laughs> right. <you know? laughs> right, right yeah right. uh but it was still pretty pretty stunning and awesome and, and uh this for the this is the first time i set out to buy the stupid things that i've always wanted to buy like not anything specific <laughs> but i was like i'm going to spend I'm going to drop some money. I'm going to drop some money on something that no one is going to appreciate but me. And mm -hmm. I did. And I have no regrets. So. Do you care to share? It, well, I, got, I bought some Sofubi, which is soft okay. vinyl okay. Uh, art, artistic nice. things that like, like the one, like I didn't even realize it. Like the one thing I asked for and the guy's like, oh yeah, well, let me see if we have them. We only bought 50. In my mind, I'm like, we only have 50 of them. Like we have so many. And he came out and he's like, oh yeah, luckily we still have some. And then I, and then I realized he meant like, oh, this is one of 50 and that was all the, like, oh. like that's a small oh. amount yeah, 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 yeah. of quantity for such a big show. Sure. And uh, so, yeah, it was just like a hammerhead shark dressed up in Japanese clothing. I don't know. I like it. What could it. be better than that? I know, right? Nothing. Nothing. Literally. Right. I also uh, purchased The Last Ronin, 
Oh. Uh, which is uh, like one of the, it's kind of like Old Man Logan with this. I think I think I saw that, but didn't they make that into a movie? Uh, there is, but this is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story. Gotcha. So not the same thing. Not the same thing. Uh, but I read it and it was pretty good. Uh, Gen V continues to be interesting and Lower Decks continues to be awesome. And Loki is my show of the time right now. So there you go. Next week, we're going to be watching Killer of the Flower Moon, right? Can't wait. Uh, Martin Scorsese movie starring Leonardo DiCaprio and yeah. Robert De Niro. And it is going to be awesome. I'm super pumped. I told you I saw it, right? You did. Well, you did, and then I forgot, and then Encyclopedia uh, Brown reminded me. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I tell you what, this this tells you a, a little prelude of a little more foreshadowing. <laughs> I'm going to watch it again. Whoa. Yep. Can't wait. Whoa. Cool. All right. Look, if you want to be a part of the show... Uh, the best way to do that is to email us podcast at pencinema.com. But if you want to support the show, Penn, what is the number one way people can do that? Well, the number one way that you can support the show is to always say the name of the trailer. Yeah. Because otherwise people are going to be like, what are you even talking about? Like after we say it, you right. should repeat it aloud. Right. Right. Out loud. <laughs> Wherever you are. Right. So that people will be like, what are you repeating out loud? And then you'd be like, oh, this is the new trailer that I heard on They're the reviewing. podcast. Shh, shh. They're right. revealing it right, right. now. <laughs> when, when your boss wants to talk to you about that incredibly important project that the future of the company rests on. Yeah. And he, he or she shows up and asks you about it. The, the perfect response then is shh, just, just one second. They're, they're doing trailers. Yeah. And then. The boss will be like, wait, what? what?" And then you say, listen, yeah. you want the future of this company to be bright. You need to listen to the Penn Cinema podcast because everybody knows right. the the best business leaders in the world are listening to the Penn Cinema podcast. That's right. the way they get all their cool ideas. It'll be like that time we told that really funny joke that HR wanted you to come in and tell them. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> that that helps the show, but it definitely will help you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's say, say you don't work. Okay. Well, <laughs> then first of all, God bless. Yeah. And second of all, tell a friend. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, once again, for the Pensino Podcast, I'm David Moulton. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Ted Ketchum. Take, Take care and party on. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com. <laughs>